this week on More Than Just a Trophy Wife. I just believe the intentionality of my faith. That's why I believe that your destiny is tied to so many people other than you. If you don't walk into your purpose and you don't do what you are assigned to do, someone else cannot do that as well. And it's kind of a domino effect. If I do my job, if I create these spaces and places for women to grow and to thrive, imagine how it's gonna impact others tenfold. Hey, it's Isabella Levy, business mentor, speaker, and the host of More Than Just a Trophy Wife, a podcast where we talk all things reality, riches, and relationships. Let's get to it. Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to More Than Just a Trophy Wife. On this episode, I am joined with the one and only Dominique Sensabaum, a CEO, philanthropist, and social entrepreneur. Dominique is also a mother and wife to NFL player, Cody Sensabaum. Honestly, this woman is on such a mission and her goal is to positively impact and serve under-resourced communities, both domestically and internationally. We're going to get into that further. She's a woman who is determined to empower others, especially women, to tap into their greatest version of themselves. Dominique, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Like, this is a huge honor. I can't tell you enough. So thank you so much for having me. You are more than welcome. I'm definitely, um, I was definitely excited to to get you on. Um, Before we dive in, I just wanted to express to you that you have this naturally like caring, but at the same time, like empowering nature about you. And just from when I I speak to you, like it really touches me. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for that. But I also see how many other lives and hearts you touch, like just by naturally being you. Um, So I just wanted to say thank you. And it really is an honor to to have you here. And I know that my listeners are going to get so much out of it. Thank you for having me. I just want to say it's truly a blessing. I thrive off your energy. I thrive off of all the great things that you're doing. I feel like iron sharpens iron. So we're just two women navigating unknown spaces and growing tremendously together and just encouraging each other and holding each other accountable to do great things. And I'm grateful for that relationship and grateful for the intentionality we speak into each other's lives. So Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait for our relationship to just continue to continue to blossom as well. So you say one of your ultimate goals is to inspire and to empower everyone that you encounter. I mean, I know from just speaking to you that you definitely do that. But where did that originally come from? For me, meeting individuals and learning their stories, learning what they're about, learning what they've been through, um, creating that genuine connection I just love being able to tap into that relationship. And then once you tap into that relationship, speaking life into a person, like if they were to express their dreams and their goals, encouraging them and speaking life into them, because I just believe that that energy is contagious. I believe that you can really be a light into someone's life, whether you have an extremely close relationship with them or whether you just meet them in passing or you meet them in the restaurant or you meet them in a store. Like you can transfer that energy and it can be so powerful into their lives. I I know sometimes when people talk about their dreams, they kind of like, well, I just want to do this. And I don't believe in I just like I don't put those together because I feel like just can downplay what God has for you. I used to be that way. I'm like, God, I just want to 
you know, I want it to be like this or, or that. And I'm like, well, what, did, what does God want for me? Like, what does God want for me to manifest and bring, bring forth to fruition? If it's big, then let it be big, you know, and, and so mm. don't downplay that. And I just believe that when I interact with individuals and when we have relationships together, I always want to speak life, positivity. I always want them to feel inspired and motivated. And I always want them to feel like, you know, feel those good vibes and that good energy and encouragement from a person because energy is contagious. I do believe it. Yeah, absolutely. I see how God has given you that gift completely and not just like giving it to, to anyone. You know, you're you're able to also touch so many lives via the platform that you have, but also like the traveling that you've had to do due to, you know, your your husband's career as well. I mean, I know that we were just speaking about moves, but overall, how many moves have you had? We moved, gosh, Nashville, New York, LA, Pittsburgh. Maybe five, five or six times. Five or six times. Well, five or six times. And then we we made our home base in Charlotte, North Carolina, which has been awesome. So mm-hmm. now when we created a home base, especially when we started having children, in truth, I must say this, the moving wasn't even really bad until we started having children. Not bad. It just became like a thing. So when we mm-hmm. started having babies and our family started to grow, creating a home base really helped us mentally keep it together. But it also just gave us like a, a grounding sense and, you know, throughout his career. But we've been able to live some really cool places. And a good friend of mine, her husband played in the league and she she brought a point to me. She said, um, you know, these places aren't your forever home. They're a place that you get a, a city that you get to experience for a season of your life. So why not enjoy it to the best of your ability? And so that's something I started really taking in. It's like owning that culture of that city whether it be their restaurants and their people and their places and their history. And that's really been cool to embrace and have. So I, I, I think over the last decade, maybe six times. <laughs> my, heart, my heart goes out to you in some respects, but also um, in others. I knew like two years ago now, I was like, I need that home base. And it was like coming from the, this need of wanting to, to just feel that I had my, my own environment, my own space. Mm-hmm. And one of my mentors said to me, you know, I just believe that God desires for you to actually travel at the moment. Yeah. And I was like, I knew that something spoke through her because it touched me in a way that like, that just didn't, it didn't bother me any mm-hmm. anymore. And I was like, what, why am I craving that so much? Like, I don't have children. And I know that if I did, it would be a complete different, different situation, especially how I am. But like, when she said that to me, I, it just confirmed so much that we are supposed to, supposed to move around. And one thing that we kind of have to get used to with this non-stop adjusting um is having to adjust to life each time and I know that you believe having a solid support system is is so important at all times and it can really be difficult to to cultivate that when you're moving away from from friends and, and family I'm in like a different speaking country at the moment too and all of all of the players and their partners like you know the majority of them do not speak speak English like I would love for you to share with my audience how you learn to cultivate that for yourself when you are moving and how they can really adopt that too. Something that comes to mind is while in Rome, do as the Romans. And I say that meaning take time to embrace that culture. 
take time to learn about the new space and place that you're in. Don't compare. Mm-hmm. My first study abroad trip, um, with, I was in college. I went to Ecuador. First time out the country. Um, I studied abroad in Ecuador in Quito. And all I did was compare from what's, what's it like in, in the States versus what's it like you know, over here. And I think those com- those constant comparisons really made me miss the beauty of Ecuador. It made me miss out on the beauty of that city. And I didn't realize that beauty until I returned home. And I was like, well, over there, we didn't have, you know, it's just those constant yeah. comparisons can really make you miss the beauty of the situation that you're currently in. So one, I learned to stop comparing. I knew that it was a season of my life. And I knew that I, I had an assignment in that season and whatever that assignment was, even if I couldn't figure it out, I had to walk it out in faith. Um, another thing is I took time to really get to know some of the people in that city, whether that just be go to some of the cultural, the culturally festive events. Um, like for, for example, Pittsburgh, it's a different place, you know, moving to Pittsburgh from the South is a different place, I must say, but it's such rich history and culture, especially in their sports and entertainment. Like they really care about their sports teams. And so learning about that really gave me an appreciation for that city. And it's such a different way. Um, living in New York, I mean, I was young. We didn't have any children at the time. I'm from the South. So, you know, things like navigating the subways and navigating taxis and, you know, not having cars in Manhattan. Like that was really cool for me. It felt like an adventure. Um, We've lived in South Florida. My husband never played there, but he trained there. And like living it, like having those cultural vibes and eating the different types of food and just it really made me a better, more well-rounded person. And so that's kind of what I try to do when I go to a new city or a new place embrace it like don't fight it don't be in that comparison um state but really embrace what's good and accept you know the things that you don't love and know that it's not forever like the weather in pittsburgh was wow like it was awful (laughs) but you had to really like you can't you can't get the good without sometimes getting the bad you know you have to learn to embrace that you have to learn to bundle up and just accept it and say, this isn't forever, but I will appreciate it. And what can I learn and grow from it? I was listening to uh, a preacher the other day and he said that you don't know a person is good until you know them. Like, just think how many times you've been introduced to, to so many different people. And like, you may have had a perception or a judgment about it and you got to know them and you're like, oh my days, that person is so good. Like, I think that that's the exact same as the the city or the country, et cetera, as well. It's like, you've got to know why this means so much to, to this city. You've got to understand the the history behind it. And then you have to then make make room to, to embrace it. And then you're going to start to see the good in it. And therefore you like authentically then build this relationship just as you do with with people. And it's so funny, like me and Kenji live on this island. It's a tropical paradise. Like you guys wouldn't, wouldn't believe it. And everyone says to me, have you been here? Have you been here? Have you been here? Have you been here? And I'm like, nope. And I desire to, I desire to go. And every single weekend I'm like, Hey, we're going to go to that waterfall or we're going to go to there. And then Kenji's like, always so tired after after games but you know through this time you've just reminded me that we can still drive and go go for a walk in these places and it's something that I'm gonna commit to doing once a week now to go to a new place the island's only super tiny right you wouldn't even believe if you came here we'd probably be able to like do everything in in a week um and and you know, you're so more than welcome as well. And we've not even like experienced anything. So I'm going to commit to once a week starting to do that. Thank you for the, thank you for the reminder. There. And you're just forcing yourself out of your comfort zone. I think 
as adults, it's harder and harder for us to make new relationships, to open ourselves up and be vulnerable, to force ourselves outside of our comfort zone. Like that's all growth. And without friction, there's no growth. And sometimes growth is not fun and it's not pretty, but growth is needed. You know, growth is like it's necessary for you to continue to evolve as a person, because now when we move to a new city, it really doesn't intimidate me because I've I've learned tremendously and I've implemented those things into other areas of my life. If I'm uncomfortable in certain situations, it's okay. It's not forever. I just need to grow. Mm-hmm. You get to learn how to then deal with it and make the best out of every opportunity that that oh. you're that you're in in as well. Shifting conversation over to really your your brand. Honestly, Dominique's brand is so cool. Like the first time that I spoke to you and like, I hadn't gone on, I hadn't gone on like your website um, and all the links will be dropped by, by the way, in the description below, like the, the brand is so clean. It's so classy. Like it's, it's sick. I love it. So Dominique is the founder of DSLB, which of course stands for Dominique Sensible Lifestyle Brand. Share with me what the vision for the brand is and where it actually started. Motherhood, mission, and empowerment. When I had children, I, I'm a creator at heart. But when I had children and as we were moving, I lost kind of that foundation and that grounding that I had feeling like when we lived in Nashville, um, when I was doing community service, I was working full time. I had like my own niche of, of people and places and spaces that I had grown to love and appreciate. And then as we moved and when we moved, I lost that. Um, one to be with my husband at the time, and then two because I had to be supportive, and you know things changed for me, and so I needed to create. I needed something that was my own, and the only creative outlet I had, especially after children, and especially with all the chaos of our life, chaos of our life, was my writing, was my blog, and so my blog evolved into the experiences. The experiences evolved into hosting events. Hosting events evolved to creating lasting connection, and lasting connection evolved to this empowerment platform of speaking to so many different women. And, um, and I don't just say women, but you know, I love women. I love what we're about. I love what we're able to do. I love what we're able to create. And I do believe that women are just diamonds. Like we thrive under pressure and we're able to just thrive when life throws things at us. We just come out with something beautiful, you know, like, and that's, that's just, mm-hmm. it's just been this evolutionary process as I've grown as a woman and as I've grown as a mother, and as my time has drastically decreased to do kind of those things that I love, um, I've noticed myself really appreciate and value community and value events where women can come together and like exchange energy and exchange ideas. And uh, one of the thing, one of the things I love that I created was the Inspired Dinner Series, where women could truly come to together and sit at a table and be so inspired by one of one another and exchange positive energy and exchange ideas and exchange thoughts and you know embrace that community something that sometimes women don't have we need that mm-hmm. women are so powerful together and um, another reason I, I love the idea of the inspired dinner series is because I feel like when, when they don't let us sit at their table you know as women leaders and as as um, working women when people don't let us sit at their table we create our own tables and at our table, mm-hmm you can sit there and you can thrive and we can, we can lean on each other. So that's something I really pride myself in. 
I love it. And you can see that injected all the way throughout your, throughout your brand and especially through the blog. Like I see the, the powerful women that you really speak about and you speak with. Um, and I really love what they also, also bring. And it's like, you provide this, that this powerful platform. And then these, you know, move makers are able to, to come to, to share their mission as well. And then the vision that you put behind it um, is really strong and it's super clever the way you do it. Like I know how creative you are and I just love that about you. And I think that's why I think that's why I resonate with you so, so much. But then I also love the other side of you. Like you've got the boss side of you. You've got like the, you've got the strategy, you've got, you've got that. Um, and when you said, when women come together, it's so powerful. I also think merging like a creative, the, the creative side of us with the strategy, like mixing up the, the masculine and the feminine, bringing that together, like that's, they're in service to each other. And that's when they are most powerful. And I think more women like you need to kind of stand up to, to show that um, for other women to be like, hey, if I let my creative side loose more, like this is the amazing thing that I can create. And I think that yes, you're bringing together the people, but the seeds that you're really planting in their brain and the vision that they could then go and do and the connections that they then have, um, that's what's magical. And I can see it. I can see it like in you completely. Uh, and I also see it through through the um, the dinner series and, and your content as, as well. Like you're really a content creator with so, with so much cleverness behind it. Seriously. For me, I think, thank you for noticing because you know when you write sometimes, you're like, who's reading this? Like, is anybody out there reading? And then so to hear that you're getting great feedback, like that's a blessing. So, I mean, you know, when you start, when I started writing, I was like, uh, and, and you can tell like the growth. Like if you look at my earlier blog, of course. Okay, what is she talking about? Like as I've started to evolve and figure out what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to discuss, what I wanted to share with my audience, what stories I wanted to cultivate and curate, what I wanted to elaborate on, all this kind of evolved over time. And it's been a blessing. But I do believe that that God uses people to, I just believe the intentionality of my faith. And if God assigned me to create a dinner series that brings certain women together to make certain things happen in life that wouldn't have happened if I didn't listen to my calling, that's why I believe that your destiny is tied to so many people other than you. Mm -hmm. If you don't walk into your purpose and you don't do what you are assigned to do, someone else cannot do that as well. And it's kind of a domino effect. If I do my job, if I create these spaces and places for women to grow and to thrive, imagine how it's going to impact others tenfold, because then these women will go and make relationships or be inspired or they'll jump off the cliff, as I call it, and they'll start their businesses or they'll pursue their degrees or they'll pursue, pursue those new positions or they are there will um, launch their product or whatever it may be. And that will impact more lives. And then as that continues to impact other lives, it's like this tenfold effect of just positive awesome things happening in life that started because I walked in my purpose. So I think when you're moving into uncharted territory, you have to realize that God is utilizing you in a way that's so unique and so different. And you have to be bold in that walk. Now, before we move further into this episode, I wanted to share with you that the doors to my brand new program, the Trophy Life Academy are now 
open. I know, exciting times. This is a six months coaching and mentoring program for women with successful partners who are ready to prioritize themselves and their own entrepreneurial goals. The Trophy Life Academy is going to support you in successfully stepping into your power, scaling your business to 10K months and taking your relationships to new heights. I mean, who doesn't want that? You're going to be receiving high level coaching and mentoring from me, myself and I, lifetime access to a membership suite, which is full of all things that you're going to need to get yourself to where you want to be. It is split up into three departments, reality, riches and relationships. As well as all of this good stuff, you're going to have access to a private community where you'll be able to ask your further questions and gain feedback from myself and the team in between your coaching calls. Now, inside of this community, you're also going to be able to connect with other incredible trophy lifers from around the world. So we got to make sure that inside this program, there are only women that are fully going for it. In order to learn more about the Trophy Life Academy and to see if it is for you, I invite you to book in a call with me at www.isabellalevy.com forward slash talk. From there, we're going to be able to get you booked in with a call and see if the program is a perfect fit for you. Mm-hmm. And bringing everyone to, together brings all of their uniqueness and their special recipe as well. And that's when it can just continue to, to boom. And I'm so excited for, for our future collaborations together as well, because I see them being so, I see them being so, um, powerful. What would you say is next for DSLB, but also like your life's purpose as well? For me, uh, my husband and I were building a dream home. And in this dream home, we've created a space where we can cultivate relationships with individuals and introduce um, different philanthropic endeavors, um, different philanthropic organizations, which is really awesome because when you can bring people into your home, you're creating family and you're letting them know what your passion and purpose is. So that's one one of the um, sectors on our plate that we're so excited about. Another thing is just really focusing on my family. My daughter turns one in two days and I can't really wrap my head around how fast she grew up. Of course, we have our son. He's two. I mean, we're on a roll here. Like we got a two-year-old and a one-year-old. <laughs> When's the next, though? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's never a dull moment in our house. Check it out. But it's like, it's for them to be so young, they teach you so much about yourself. And those those young years where, where they need you to pour into them, it's, it's like a vapor. It happens so fast. The days are long, but the years are short. And I want these years to be so meaningful. And I don't want to miss it. You know, I think with my son, I was just so scary. And I was that mom. I was nuts. The pediatrician probably hated me. She was like, God, she's so annoying. Like I was texting her. He coughed. I'm like, ah, you know, like my daughter, she has a different mom. She has, you know, more of a fearless mom, more of a like let her experience life mom. But she also has a mom that just really appreciate appreciated her being a baby because I just knew how fast it was. But yet it still crept up on me. So mm-hmm. that next thing is just really enjoying my family, really enjoying time with my husband really enjoying like those small moments um, where we get to slow down and just just really like pour into our children. And then I think the next sector for me is to um, really continue to create the Inspired Dinner Series, to take it across the country, to take it globally. We talk globally. We're doing it. We are taking it. I I put it out in the universe. It's definitely going to happen. But just Mm -hmm. continue to take it across the country, to take it into other major cities and just allow women to experience each other because there's nothing like fellowship and community. There's nothing like that's powerful. And to do Mm -hmm. it in a way that is so beautiful and it's so intentional and so meaningful, like that's something that's a gift that God has given me. Because honestly, I think the fearlessness in me comes from 
being as we I, I was slept on. You know, people thought that I just I was just an athlete's wife. I didn't have any intentions. I didn't have any goals. I didn't I didn't you know, people just I just was so tired of people treating me that way. But what I also realized is that I'm not here to please people. I'm here to work and to serve God. And I don't care about what people think about me. And the moment that I lost that caring about what people thinking about think about me and think about what I do and what I contribute to my family and my world and my community is when I was able to truly grow as a woman and walk into my purpose. And I think that God needed me to stop caring so much about others that didn't have any impact on my value and on my life so that I could truly serve his people and serve his kingdom and do what he intended for me to do. Absolutely. How did you navigate through that yourself? Like I know that at the end of the day, like partners of pro athletes, they are still women and uh, a woman, a woman has her own mission, her own vision. But of course, you know, in this world, something else is put on us because it's perceived that way. I know for me, it took me kind of cutting everything else out. Uh, and it's crazy how God works because he's done a full circle with what he's done with, with my life. But when I actually went in and started my business, like I had nothing to do with like any other wife. Like it, it was, it was like, I was all into my business and it was like, I had to put my blinkers on because I didn't know what someone else was going to say or not. So I was just like, I'm just going to focus here. Um, and I'm just going to lead that way. And then because I did make that commitment to be, uh, financially and emotionally independent with, with my, with myself, I think that others starts to see that. And then it naturally starts to draw those other women that did have these big purposes and this big mission to fulfill in their stories to stories to share. And it opens my eyes up more to why I'm doing this, where I am, where I am today. How did, what was your experience with that? Like, how did you navigate through knowing that, okay, this is a part of Dom, but like, I am also me and I'm going to put God at the center and lead, lead with that rather than like these other things that, that are around me that look so big. Um, when realistically, like you're the one that's big, you're the ones that needs to create and pour all out. Something you said that resonated with me was hyper-focus. When I became focused on my goals, when I, when I drowned out all the noise, as I say, I was really able to achieve some great things. But when I was not focused and when I did, you know, when I, but that's natural, right? So let's back up. You come into this, um, Cody gets drafted, life changes completely. Life changes mentally, emotionally, physically, everything changes. You Finances change. You're juggling things that you've never, ever had to juggle or think about mm -hmm. or deal with at 23, 24, 25 years old. Your life has completely altered. And for me, I think the hardest part was realizing that you can't go back. You can't go back. You just can't go back. Because you know, when we dated in college, I was like, it was so simple then. No, you can't go back to that because you don't want to. You don't, it's right you don't want to go back to. But also you have to realize that God chose you and that you have to rise to the occasion. You really have to understand that this is your life now. So people who judge you don't live your life. They don't have the same responsibilities. They don't have the same um, tasks that you have. They don't have to, to answer to the same uh, people and they don't they don't have to juggle the life that you have. So stop trying to make them understand a life that they know nothing about. Stop trying to make them see you in a way that to understand what you're going through. When in reality, they have no idea what you're going through. You have to understand that and accept that early. And the quicker you do, you stop trying to explain something to someone who's never, ever, ever 
experience what you've experienced. Because at the end of the day, you have to live your life and what's best for you based on your own experiences, not because they think they know. Does that make sense? That really, really helped me. Like when you stop trying to get people to empathize and sympathize with the lifestyle they don't live, how are they going to do that? How? Yeah, quit proving it to people. And I think another one for me massively was stop seeking the permission. Yeah. Like even it was, it was more of, okay, I stepped into my business, but then I started to seek permission in, am I doing this right? Is other people actually liking it? And of course we all have those thoughts that go around, go around our mind, but it's actually like which one you allow to control it. And one day I remember just like looking at my computer and I wrote this like social media post that I wanted to put out. And it was really like raw and it was really real, but it was like my true thoughts and it was how I felt. And I wrote it and I was like, nah, I can't put this out. Like I, this, this is for my journal. Like this isn't, this isn't for that. And Kenji at the time, he walked past and he was like, what are you so intrigued? And so I was like, you know, I just wrote this, wrote this post and, um, I, I really want to put it out, but I'm just at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're in this world and I don't want it to be perceived it perceived in a different way. And for the first time, it was like, I didn't need to be perfect. And he was like, but so what? Someone else is going to resonate with it. And that's what you're doing this for. And for so long, I'd like try to always seek the permission of Kenji of like, am I doing this right? And is this okay to say, is this, okay? is this not? And from that, from that day, like I never have seek the, seek the permission to even like putting something out. Yes. I do not say the right thing all the time. And I'm completely fine, fine with that. Like I'm, you know, I'm just a human being. I make mistakes. And there's some things that I've said, like literally two years ago when I started my business, which I probably wouldn't even agree with now, but that's the beauty of being able to see someone else's growth, you know, someone else's um, development. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think what we have to witness and know is we also have to see that other people are on their growth and their development and what someone may be saying in the moment may even not be what they truly want to say, but it's getting them to a place where they want to say it. And I think that people need to be less judgmental of that. You said something so important about growth. Like we're all, we're constantly growing. The people, the person that I'm oh. going to be six months from now is not the same person I am right now. Same thing for you. Give people grace to grow. Give, like, that's where I think that the, the, what's missing in the equation now is like no one gives any an, a, another person a chance to grow and to de develop and walk into that space. And I just feel like you have to have grace because sometimes people will say and do things that you may not totally agree with, or you may not be a hundred percent in line with, but at the end, end of the day, they're still growing as well. And I'm going to chew up the meat, spit up the, the bones kind of girl, spit out the bones, chew up the meat, spit out the bones. Sometimes you can't negate everything someone says, but chew up the meat, spit out the bones. Because some things may not apply to you. If you don't have children, that may not apply to you. If you're not working a certain traditional job, that may not apply to you. If you don't live in a certain space and place, that may not apply to you. If you didn't have those previous experiences in your life growing up, that may not apply to you. So what I'm saying is you have to be able to navigate that, learn from that, and move forward with what you know you should know, if that makes sense. Like uh, something, Another thing you really said I loved was that our testimony and the things that we go through, sometimes it's not even for us. Like your post that you posted that day probably impacted someone's life. I guarantee you changed someone's life because it gave them the courage to speak their truth. Mm -hmm. I used to worry about, naturally, I used to worry about followers and readers and as people reading my content and I'm spending hours and hours in this stuff, writing this stuff, is it even being read? Is it even being recognized? The people that I'm writing for, 
It's not about likes and it's not about numbers. If I touch one, I did my job because God, what's on my heart and what needs to be put out there, God is navigating it and making sure it gets to the right spaces and places. It's my job to just make sure I deliver it, you know, and I make sure I it comes from an authentic, heartfelt place. It's not about numbers. I think when you start to write for numbers, you start creating superficial things or whatever, when, when you write or when you post or when you develop things for numbers, it's just, to me, it's not authentic. And I, I really pride myself in everything that I put out there. It's just truly authentic. It's my heart. It's my heart in that moment. And I pray that it resonates with someone and it inspires them and it drives them and it pushes them or at least gives them perspective or it gives them the courage to tell their truth. I know for a fact that it does like even reading through um, some of the things on on the blog um, that it was really powerful. And even like the people that you introduced to it as well, I could really see like it was so thought out and it was so valuable. And I think the more that we start making it about me, 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 and make it about us and make it about you, um, I'm really being that deliverer um, is such a beautiful way to to think about it, you know, as we write, as we write content, we can come from like a me place. Like, what do I want to say? But it's like, what do they want to hear? Mm-hmm. What have I been through an experience that they really want to, they want to hear right now? Another thing that I catched on to what you said was you have to give people the room for growth. Like if I could write that on my forehead, um, that, that would be, that would be what I would write. Um, Love them, girl. <laughs> yeah. Let me grow. Um, because I, I, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to front it. Like it's definitely difficult when you're going after your purpose because people are also in your life for a given purpose too. And that means that they're not in your life forever. And anyone that's not in my life now that has been in my life, like I really respect, I love, and I appreciate what they did in my life at that time. But I feel like when you're the person growing, like they can't see that back in the actual moment. Um, and sometimes that is what can be really difficult. But then another thing you said is like, don't, you don't need to explain yourself. Like you don't need to prove yourself. Like if you're growing, set your boundaries with people and the people that want to continue to to rise with you on our, and are actually meant to rise with you, will can, will continue to, will continue to do that. And I know that from, um, you know, my relationships, my family, I know one big, 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 um, big situation that I went with was, was actually with my, with my partner's family is, you know, they know me since I was 12 years of age. So to them, like I was this little, little girl, you know, like I was being with Kenji, the, the pictures are, that are evident that I was definitely a little girl, but I've always been someone that grew up really fast. And I've always been someone that was independent and kind of took life in my life in my own hands, just from my own experiences, what happened to me, which I needed to do. And when I moved out of like university and you could, I could really like see my womanhood and like the womanhood journey that I'm now on. Like I could really see that it was more difficult for everyone else around me rather than, rather than me. And people were trying to like hold me back and make me that person still in order to allow them to feel comfortable. And I had to be really conscious of that. Like you don't feel comfortable in the person that I'm becoming, but you can, you can sacrifice this uncomfort right now because the relationships that now we're going to have and what we're going to be able to do together is so much powerful and now I look back on that and I look back and I think like all the relationships with Kenji's family and myself have grown um so much and now they're so powerful as Mm -hmm. well so there's definitely testimonies to to that happening in, in my life and I'm definitely sure sure that there is with with yours too one thing that I know that you're a complete testimony for is 
your mission-based projects. When I heard like, guys, listen to this, Dominique and Cody went on a mission moon, not a honeymoon, a mission moon. Like, can I, like, can you just say that I brought an angel onto this podcast? Because I know I did. Like, so I shared with, I shared with you that you, of course, are all about a mission and you're a woman on, on a mission. And you do incredible things in the world and you just impact like under-resourced communities so much. The fact that like when I was even prepping for this interview and looking into it, like tears were just dropping down my face because I was like, I'm so honored to be able to to interview you, but also to, to have you in my life as well, because I just know how much all of that means to you. So when I was watching things on YouTube, like I literally had tears down, down my face with like some things that you that you were doing and how powerful you and your partner are together. Again, something that I so respect in all couples is when they're going after their own individual goals and then coming together to, to create a mission and have that shared vision and to leave a legacy. And I can definitely see that you are doing that. What are your favorite, let's say like, mission mode projects that you have done that you could share with the audience to even inspire them to do something like I know that Kenji was literally sat on the couch when I was watching the YouTube and we were already thinking of things to to do what's your what's your like top favorite two wow that's kind of hard but one I'll go back and say to be able to serve others is the greatest gift in life to be able to truly to serve someone, to be a blessing to them, that is a gift. It's nothing to be taken lightly. It's nothing to be taken for granted. I also believe that serving someone is about providing resources, but it's also about providing time. Time is that common denominator that everyone has for the most part and that everyone can give. And I think time is the true investment. Everyone, not, not everyone can write a check and writing checks is important. Monetary resources and donations are awesome. That's important. It's, it's a pillar that's needed. But time is such a crucial, um, crucial, crucial uh, resource that when you give and you, you help an organization grow or you help a mission grow or you give your time, that's something that's so, because, because what I remember from our mission trips are not how many shoes we collected or not how many funds we were able to give. I just remember the relationships, the time. I remember my husband and I playing in the field with the children after we would do shoe distributions in the DR. And like, we would, we would all get toys and play with them, like simple toys, like balloons and bubbles and things that you just sort of think are mundane, but kids love that stuff. I also remember being in Haiti and them showing us their villages when we were working with Food for the Hungry and they invited us into their homes, into their kitchens, which were outdoor spaces and were not the kitchens that you think that we would see, but were so warm and so welcome and so so peaceful and, and so inspiring because the women would bring you into their spaces and they trusted you and they would show you such love and appreciation and they would let you hold their babies and let you see their beautiful children. And then you would just be inspired by their strength. So in reality, I think... It is a blessing to say that we've served and we've done mission moons and we've done these things, but it's it's more of a blessing for us for what these experiences have poured into us. The compassion that is taught us, the strength that it's given us, the um, the gratitude that we express and we experience now, and the and the motivation to keep wanting to help and do more for individuals um, in those communities, like and the time that we've given to create those experiences, we will never get back, but it will be so meaningful throughout our lives. And that's, if I could say anything to anyone, just invest some time and resources into a community. And when I say resources, like if you are a awesome social media content creator, go help an organization because they need that. 
If you are great at organizing logistics, go help them because you know help a food bank because they may be having a food drive and they need you know manpower and people like you with that knowledge. If you are financially thriving and you want to cut the check, write the check to awesome organizations who are do, out here doing great programming. There's so many ways in which you could give and support and serve. Don't underestimate any of those ways. Love it all. And you've definitely inspired me on, on so many different ways. And I'll definitely keep you up, up to date um, on what I continue, what I continue to do in the future and what I, what newness that I bring in as well. One thing that I believe that everyone can do, especially if you're listening to this podcast, is Dominique does this happy birthday, Dominique, every single um, year for the past five years now, has it been? So I started when I was 25 and it didn't end when I turned 30 because I just had my 30th birthday. It didn't mm-hmm. end per se. It just evolved into the Sense of Our Family Foundation and us really being intentional about the projects that we do. I started doing 25 events back to back every day. That was pre children. It was awesome, <laughs> but it was all it was tiresome and it was a it was taxing. Now I don't have the luxury because it was so awesome to be able to do it. Just with the children, I don't have the luxury to be able to do as many events. But what I am able to do is less events with with a lot of impact and a lot of love. So what we do now through our foundation, of course, we have our free youth football camp which is impacted this year by coronavirus, but I think we're going to do a little spin and have a community day, a back to school community day for um, my husband's um, hometown in East Tennessee. But the happy birthday, Dominique birthday project just evolved into um, the growth of the sense of our family foundation and how we can continue to, to pour into this world. Now that we have children, us serving is even more important. Like that's one of the greatest gifts that we can give them is teach them how to serve their communities, teach them how to use their resources to pour into others. And now it's really about our family serving, which is really awesome because it went from being my passion to being me and Cody's passion to now it's our children's passion. Like we're creating a legacy and a dynamic for our children for them to be able to serve as they grow up and they you know, coming to adolescence. I wish that we could now go into another podcast episode because <laughs> I want to hear all about, I want to hear all about that um, completely. But Dom, thank you so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love speaking with you. Where can my podcast people find more of you? I would say dominiquesinspa.com. I definitely, uh, my website, my blog, it's always evolving. I'm always trying to keep fresh content on there. Um, just find me on there. Also find me on Instagram. I love, you may see something super deep and fun, or you also may see me and my kids, my kids hiding cereal on the back of their little car, um, <laughs> or, or writing crayons on the wall that I have to clean up behind. But uh, definitely find me on Instagram, Dominique Sensabaugh, or find me at my website, DominiqueSensabaugh.com, and just join me on this journey. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to tell my stories and my experiences. I'm grateful for every person that reads, listens, or tunes into anything that I'm creating. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to create and serve. So I appreciate you so much, love. Thank you for having me. Like This has been one of the greatest blessings. You are so inspirational. I'm telling you, if I was doing what you were doing at 25, I would be... Okay. I am like, you, you encouraged me to get it together. Yesterday you posted, like I worked on my business internally. So, um, when I, when I externally manifested things, they knew internally I was in place. I was like, Oh yes, honey, I need to do everything online. Like you are so your gift truly is 
I say getting people all the way together. And all that means is like you are telling people come correct. And that is a gift that you have. And it's inspiring because you come so correct and you're so professional and you're so poised, polished and put together. And I love it. I love every ounce of it. So. Thank you. You are an absolute blessing. We loved having you here. I will be dropping all Dominique's links in the description below. So make sure that you do go and check her out. And also, as we just both said, like we appreciate every single listener, reader, anything that you were even like inspired by our conversation today or any takeaway moments that you had. I mean, I know that Dom dropped so many like good bombs on here. Like just reach out to us on Instagram and direct message us and like keep and continue the conversation flowing because that's how you're gonna learn and also grow.